Hello! Welcome to the Moms Are Not Alright podcast. Happy Monday! I was struggling to come up with a topic that I was interested enough in to talk about this week, so I looked to my own, like, real life for some inspo, and this has been such a weird week for me. I don't even know how I'm feeling, but I've been thinking a lot about my daily habits, either spending, uh, my walking, my little rituals, what I'm eating and drinking all throughout the day. And I wanted to talk about them and also want to know what your daily habits and rituals are that you love. I know this is kind of a weird discussion item, but it's sending me this week. So maybe it'll be like that for you too when you listen to my ramblings and thoughts. I'll tell you what some of my daily habits are, ones I like or dislike, benefits of these little habits which led me to try them, why I think I might need new habits because I don't think the ones I have are working the past couple weeks, and I think maybe I'm just like broken. I don't know what's wrong with me. So I go for a walk every day, or most days, since I stopped drinking, and I will be dramatic enough to say it's changed my life. (laughs) I feel like it's a secret superpower and I wasn't sure if it was just having that effect on me because I don't really get too active outside of keeping up with the kids. I work from home so I'm typically sitting inside most of the day during the work week so I thought maybe this walk every day is just like a shock to my system. Like giving me a euphoric high because my body is just like not used to it but looking it up there are so many benefits to walking and the most surprising to me is the effects it has on you mentally like we all know moving our body is good but I personally didn't realize how good I can feel just from walking I like had it in my head that exercise like that walking wasn't exercise I just picked that because it was the easiest, simplest, cheapest thing for me to do in order to move and like get a break. I didn't need equipment. I can do it wearing anything I want. Like there are really no rules to walking. I can do it anytime that fits in my work schedule. I can bring my kids if I need to. And I do sometimes if I have to walk while they're home and my husband is working. I walked so much like over the past year and a half that I look forward to it now. I would even be out there in the cold and rain sometimes because I knew I just wouldn't feel as good if I skipped. I would regret it. I also like that I get to leave my house, like leave my kids, leave my husband. I love the act of just like totally leaving everyone and everything because it really does feel more like a break than doing things at home like I can finally breathe like I can hear myself think it's kind of like my favorite part of the day honestly and I learned that it's really not just me that feels that way like walking has crazy effects on mental health as a whole so I'm looking at this blog post by the American Psychological Association and it's titled want to boost your mental health take a walk And I have the source written under it. So I'll write the sources on 
line on when I transcribe these into a blog post and put them on my website so you can see them there. But I'm not going to read them off while I'm talking just because I honestly don't even know how to read them off. Anyway, here is what it says. 8% lowered risk of depression among adults who got just half the recommended amount of physical activity per week. The equivalent of about 75 minutes of brisk walking compared with adults who reported no physical activity. And it's a 25% lowered risk of depression among adults who got the recommended amount of physical activity per week, about 2.5 hours of brisk walking. Getting more exercise than that does not seem to uh, confer to extra mood benefits. One in nine cases of depression that could potentially be prevented if all adults just did 150 minutes of physical activity per week, which is the minimal amount recommended by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I walk for about 30 minutes a day, Monday through Friday, which is 150 minutes a week. So it feels pretty attainable to me. Um, but something interesting I stumbled upon while searching walking is everything I just said is a little debatable and controversial in high traffic and polluted areas. So think really busy cities, I guess. But even though the air quality might not be as good, the positive emotional impacts remained even if the physical impacts went down a bit. That's according to a 2014 called Wave of the China Labor Force Dynamics Survey. I think about this a lot when I'm walking, that it is a privilege to be able to do so. Like, you would think that it's something so simple that anyone could do, but some people don't have safe environments or live in really busy places with lots of car traffic that can make walking feel risky or even like the opposite like if you could live out in the woods you know you might not feel comfortable walking too far out in the woods there's no or there might not be paths you know sometimes people need to drive to places where they can walk or ride a bike safely and if you don't have a car now a walk turns into like an obstacle to get to I always try to get into nature every day I'm lucky enough to live next to a smaller patch of woods, but it's big enough that we have deers and turtles and lots of wildlife in there. So I walk on this small trail every day to get to the beach near my house. It's like a lake. So I don't have to bring my key with me to open the gates to get onto this like private beach. So when I was like looking up the effects of nature, because like I always, whenever I go spend time in this like little trail I almost feel like I'm buzzing after like I just I don't know how to describe it but I'm like oh this feels really good I feel better like literally buzzing so I've I looked it up one day and cleaner nature areas are linked to lower rates of depression which cleaner nature areas aren't really accessible to anyone either something I can just like walk outside of my house and enjoy isn't the reality for most people, which sucks, especially for some groups. Like I've had this thought before as a woman, um, you know, like I might 
sometimes I've like not felt safe. Like if I hear a noise, I'm like, I'd be probably feel more safe if I saw like a bear than like a weird random man in there. So for some groups, you know, including women, younger people, disabled people, and these, they can't really get into the woods because it's not safe from risks of physical harm or sexual harassment. So um, the University of Chicago psychologist Mark Berman and his student Catherine Schertz explored in a 2019 review, and they reported, for instance, that green spaces near schools promote cognitive development in children and green views near children's homes promote self-controlled behaviors. Adults assigned to public housing units in neighborhoods with more green space showed better attentional functioning than those assigned to units with less access to natural environments. And experiments have found that being exposed to natural environments improves working memory cognitive flexibility and attention control while exposure to urban environments is linked to attention deficits. I have the links for all those too. But researchers have proposed a number of ideas to explain the findings of like why like the effects of nature are so positive on humans. And here's a couple of them. One is called the biophilia hypothesis and it argues that since our ancestors evolved in the wild settings and relied on environment for survival we have an innate drive to connect with nature and then there's the stress reduction hypothesis um, that states the spending time in nature triggers a psychological response that lowers stress level and a third idea is attention restoration theory and it says that nature replenishes one's cognitive resources restoring the ability to concentrate and pay attention another interesting finding is that i saw when i was like scrolling through different like experiments um this one i found was just a minute of green can perk up a tired brain. So Australian researchers asked students to engage in a dull attention-draining task in which they pressed a computer key when certain numbers flashed on the screen. Students who looked out at a flowering green roof for 40 seconds midway through the task made significantly fewer mistakes than students who paused for 40 seconds to gaze at a concrete rooftop. Here's another one. 20,000 adults across the United Kingdom, they found people who had spent at least two recreational hours in nature during the previous week reported significantly greater health and well-being. The researchers examined data from more than 900,000 residents born between 1985 and 2003. They found that children who lived in neighborhoods with more green space had a reduced risk of many psychiatric disorders later in life, including depression, mood disorders, schizophrenia, eating disorders, and substance use disorder. For those with the lowest level of green space exposure during childhood, the risk of developing mental illness was 55% higher than for those who grew up with 
abundant green space. So, I and I have those, like, sources all written out, too, if you want to look at them on my website. But another habit I like to do is stand by the water. And there's this theory called the Blue Mind Theory by this marine biologist, Wallace Nichols, who wrote a book on this theory. Um, it's called Blue Mind. And he's done some TED Talks about it, and that's kind of how I saw him for the first time. And to sum it up, he basically says being around water, hearing it, smelling it, seeing it can cause elevated and sustained feelings of happiness. It can act as an antidote to the red mind, which is like overstimulated and anxious state. And blue mind is like the calming state. It can lower stress and anxiety levels. It can lower your heart rate and it can boost creativity and problem solving. It can enhance quality of conversation with others it can be used to help treat or manage ptsd and the water effects count this is i think this is like pretty cool the water effects that i just read off count even if the water is indoors like pools bathtub or running water in the sink and i'm in the design world and i remember learning in school that Blue hues can lower people's pulse rate and stress level and make them feel more relaxed. So I feel like there's a little bit of correlation there between those two things. And some other good habits I've started to prioritize is eight hours of sleep. Seems obvious, but a lot of people don't get eight hours of sleep and they are functioning. So I feel like it's hard to recognize the real need for it or prioritize it. For a long time, it was hard for me to give up my alone time away from my kids and my husband just to, like, sleep it away. The alone time felt more precious and important to me. But I get a little more alone time now that the kids are in school. So my priority is kind of shifting. Like, I feel like I want to spend the time sleeping a little bit more lately. And by skipping out on sleep... I really am setting myself up to not think as clearly. It increases stress and irritability. It activates my impulses, which I feel like I already kind of struggle with, either buying things or eating things I shouldn't. And not sleeping can make me more prone to getting sick and hinder my memory. All things that can totally fuck up my daily productivity that I just like can't afford right now. So I tried to make it a point to no longer stay up past midnight, and I feel like it's definitely helped. I also feel like not drinking alcohol has made my brain less foggy too. So I'm going to describe what happens to your brain in the most unscientific way, but in a way that I can understand and like say it back, and I'll just explain how I know it as what happens to your brain when you sleep, and that is... Like when you sleep, your brain gets like a shower, basically a flushing of chemicals that like rinses your brain and gets rid of the dirt, for lack of better word, that accumulates throughout the day when you're using it. This like waste management system happens in your deep sleep. And if you don't get enough sleep, you get in like this sleep debt. Your brain is building this waste up because it's not being cleaned 
in a timely fashion. So it just like builds and you just have like more build up and like dirt in your brain. So I have many years of sleep debt to catch up on. I mean, there's only so much sleep debt I can pay up though right now. But if I'm in a shitty mood or not feeling good, now I'll be like, oh, I should like go to sleep. And as I'm like laying there trying to go to sleep, I'll literally think or like imagine my brain being flushed and me waking up to no longer being like an absolute bitch to my family. Just like waking up like Snow White with a nice big yawn and like humming to the deer in the yard. That doesn't always work. (laughs) I mean, it takes a lot of time for my mind to get quiet and I'm typically home with just me and other humans who depend on me for their safety and survival. Like, definitely a job you cannot sleep on. But sometimes I do get little naps here and there. And I'm starting to notice it does help me. Other things I try to do daily is drink two jugs of water. One in the morning and one at another point in time of the day. Like, usually after my walk. I'll drink the first jug. Like, I say, I'm say i saying a jug. It's not like a gallon, but it's definitely a big jug that I got from five below it has a little straw attached to it but um I drink the first jug before I drink my coffee in the morning and like drinking water basically does to your body what I just described about your brain and I kind of like think of it like that way when I'm drinking it in the morning I'm like oh like showering my organs I went to sleep with these gel patches on my eyes the other night and I woke up the next day and they were all shriveled up and gross, like one fell off. And that's literally what I imagine my organs looking like when I don't drink these like giant drugs of water. (laughs) There are other great habits like meditating. I like to find some on YouTube. Some are good, some are weird. Some are like make sure you're not operating a vehicle while listening to this and at first I'd get so scared I'd be like really nervous and I don't know if it was like not being able to hear my surroundings when I'm like sitting at the water or like laying in my bed at night but now I hear that little warning and I'm like yes narrator like fuck me up right now but I feel like I don't know maybe I don't know if I'm doing something wrong here I go for my two-mile walks, I get my 15 minutes of direct sunlight and water views, I spend 15 minutes in nature, I listen to bird sounds every day, which I guess is also supposed to make you happier for like up to eight hours after you listen to them. I'm drinking giant jugs of water in the morning before I drink my coffee, I'm doing guided meditations or like hypnosis videos, and at some, like... I don't know. I just imagined I'd be this like radiant, mystical, healed human. And I'm not. I still have such a short fuse and like no energy or will to thrive sometimes. It's so hard for me to bring myself to do things some days. And a part of me is thinking like, maybe it does not even matter what the hell I do all day. It's just, like, the season of life that I'm in. Like, I forget what it's like to not be raising a kid. I've been doing it for over a decade now. Like, maybe this is just 
how it's gonna be for a while or maybe I'm just like stuck as an old grump but I have like so much filling my brain at all times that I feel like it's almost like I can't even enjoy anything I'm constantly doing things and my to-do list and the demands that life has on me is still so long and never-ending and just grows despite actively working on it constantly. I was going to list off some of the stuff on my to-do list because I love listening to others' to-do lists, but then I started to get freaking overwhelmed and stressed and anxious like writing it out. And maybe I'll read a couple things. For starters, I just got two toll bills in the mail right in front of me. Not a big deal. I have to go through everyone's clothes, which feels like an absolute project. We have this clothes swap in town this weekend. So I want to see what we have and what we need. Maybe get like an upgraded wardrobe for the kids for no money, you know. I mean, I'll just have to pay in lots of time and effort. And we have baseball and t-ball and soccer this week. It's vacation. I literally have nothing planned for the kids because my husband and I are working business as usual. So hopefully that all goes well. I also have piles of laundry, like so much laundry, a pile in every room because I've just been putting the clean clothes in the rooms and then like pulling clothes from these piles and not actually putting them away. My husband and I spent all weekend cleaning, which feels really good. Like, I love that feeling. I feel like there's a weight off my chest, but it just kind of sucks because it's not like this restful, fun weekend. And it's like from the second I open my eyes in the morning, like I'm woken up every morning by my youngest and he gets in bed with me and we have a little routine about our dreams and the day ahead. And from that moment on, I'm just kind of trying to do things for someone else all day so I'll make the kids food I'm mediating fights between the kids I need to get them where they have to go that day either whether it's like set them up for school or sports doctors whatever then simultaneously there's like this other pull happening I have to work 40 hours a week and complete all the tasks that are needed to be completed for my office job and then there's just like this third hammer smashing down on me of life tasks and demands like pay your water bill sign your sign up for kindergarten clean out your car because you can't fit your son's friend in the back seat right now from this weekend and you're giving them a ride home today and it's like something is always needed from me and I just move through the world like hitting these tasks and hopefully like leveling up in the process like a video game kind of and if I don't complete the tasks I feel like I'll just die. Like I, the, game, the game ends, you know? And all the demands from all the aspects of my life can't all get done by me in a single afternoon. And they all start to just like pile up. So I wake up every day, like doing the best I can. I can get to, you know, I try to get everything done. And I feel like I really do a lot every day. So like it... I go to sleep at night, like, really do feeling like I did the best I can. But even so, I wake up the next day, like, still negative on the to-do list. Just, like, deeper in the hole. Because more stuff's, like, happening, piling in. Recently, I've been, like, getting giddy for the weekend. Like, Friday comes, and I'm like, yes, I just 
can't wake up and like have nothing nowhere to be and not have to go right over to my computer like I can breathe and I can do whatever I want and not have this like obligation to sit at my desk like I love just waking up on the weekend and just feeling like the day is my oyster (laughs) sometimes when it's time to go for my walk I'll think oh I should be doing whatever x y and z instead of walking right now and it's always the things that probably help me the most that are the things I'm first to remove to make more time in the day to do the things on my to-do list but I've cut those things out that I really shouldn't so many times now that I've gathered enough evidence here that I've learned if I skip these things, my brain has finally concluded over a year and a half of this that I'll just feel even shittier and I'll regret it. So now I really can't even afford to skip these like small actions anymore. Like I need my walk to feel better baseline semi-functional and not want to just like swan dive right off the deep end I started walking and not bringing my phone with me recently so no music no podcasts just like me and my thoughts left alone and I can't say I like it but I don't know I can't say I hate it either so I started doing this because I just felt like I was consuming so much all day just like other people's thoughts and opinions music buying things like ads in my face all day just uh getting a lot of takeout um just like eating way more than I probably need to and then like just like eating ice cream a lot lately which I'm really like not a sweets person just like in the depths of consumerism and social media just spending so much time consuming reels and I just felt like I just need a break from like everything and like I felt like I couldn't think or hear myself anymore and it's been good like in the in the way that like I feel like my world's definitely a little quieter the past week, but it's been bad and like my head I am learning isn't the most like blissful place to be and it was really hard the first week to like not buy things and uh, like not get takeout and not sit and watch TV at night and like eat a bunch of snacks and ice cream and then in addition to not listening to anything on my walk, like I I decided I wasn't going to spend anything all week. And the first week, I didn't even make it a full day. And then this past week, my second attempt, I made it four days out of five days without spending anything. And this week, I think it'll be the same because I have to food shop tomorrow. But I'll set myself up for the next four days of not buying anything and like not consuming a lot of unhealthy food and just trying to cut down on my phone time and thoughts and sounds and material possessions through shopping on Amazon and just trying to like move through the day and just be with what I have and make what I have work. 
I don't know why I have this strong feeling for that right now, but I'm following it and I'm just going to keep doing it all until I decide I don't want to anymore. I also like that I don't have my phone when I go for my walks now. I mean, I could be kidnapped and murdered, but I I like the feeling of just being unreachable, like unreachable and like moving in the world in whatever way I want and not having my demands and people reaching out to me during my alone time. Like it truly makes me feel alone. And at the same time, I feel like I'm at my most murderable state, but I only walk in the daytime and other people are around walking their dogs and stuff, so it feels not as scary when I don't think about it. <laughs> I've also been thinking lately, I feel like I'm on a boat and I want to get off and I just like don't know how to. I don't know if I can. And I feel a little guilty sometimes because some people would kill to be on the boat that I'm on. And here I am like trying to get off. And another part of me is like, enjoy this boat. I'll be on another boat one day and miss being on this boat. And I don't know. I'm having like trapped feelings lately. Or maybe trapped isn't the right word. Like stagnant feelings. So going to probably think about that more on my walks this week. <laughs> I also have like such weird intrusive thoughts when I walk in silence I don't know if other people have this too but I'll start thinking of the most wild things like family dying or sometimes it's not even bad like the other day I was looking at the water and I like all of a sudden had the thought of like those spas where you put where you put your feet in like spa thing and the fish like eat the dead skin off of you this is so random but like I'm like why am I thinking about that right now so I don't know it's just like really random thoughts I don't know if other people have this too but I googled intrusive thoughts and it's very scary so maybe I have a mental illness but for now I'm just gonna listen to the thoughts that come up on my walks and let them happen and then just let them move along but I almost feel like I'm like searching in my brain for things or like trying to find out more about myself by just like truly being with myself. Then I feel these weird things and I think about them and I try to fix them. And I'm hoping although it's uncomfortable now, like it's been an uncomfortable two weeks, it'll help me overall in the long run. Like once I get over these growing pains I also may decide this sucks and I'm overreacting and I have no idea why I'm like freaking out like this and I'll just go back to listening to music and buying fun things off Amazon. We'll see. But maybe my ramblings have inspired you to try out some new habits. Maybe you'll go for a walk and hear your most inner thoughts and your world will be better for it or like more chaotic and stressful like mine. I also would love to hear some habits that you do that make you feel better, that you have noticed have impacted you, and you don't know how you could function without it at this point. And preferably, if you're a mom who works 9 to 5, no hate to those who aren't. I just find myself watching these daily 
ritual videos or reels or like workout videos and I watch them and I can almost instantly tell they don't have multiple other humans relying on them or that they don't wake up and have to spend the next eight hours at a computer and then there's like no mention of having three hours many nights a week of your day like spent at a baseball field so if you fall into my realm of the world and have some tricks I would very much appreciate them I thought about titling this like anything but therapy and to clarify not because I don't believe in it I feel like everyone should be enrolled into it but it's just that with my insurance it was $650 a month and I didn't love my therapist and I didn't feel like I was really thinking or changing or growing and that's a really big monthly expense to shop around and like waste time with for me so I started to look for more accessible ways to help my brain I have actually been thinking about revisiting therapy now that I have a new insurance we'll see Um, if it all works out I'm sure I'll share it here but thanks for tuning in I hope this got your gears turning hoping you can relate I hope you have a good week at work. You can follow my personal Instagram. I always post stories about how I'm doing on my no-spend days, and you'll see my successes and my fails. But um, wishing you no stress and lots of compliments from your boss this Monday. Uh, Next week, I'm going to talk about sex. I'm nervous. I don't like talking about it and I don't think I've been this nervous to talk about anything up until this point except this but I read this really awesome book called Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski I think is how you pronounce it and I was really moved and inspired by it so many of the things she would write I would read and think yes so I'll talk about it next week and I hope you tune in again All right, I'm going to go. Talk to you later. Bye.